Hello and welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino and I'm your host and I'm here with talent on loan from Rush. Uh, you know, there are um, some some of the worst possible tragedies that I can personally imagine is losing a child, um, losing any family member. Um, I know people who have lost a child and I honestly don't know how they continue on in their lives, to be perfectly frank. I don't know how I can do it. Um, but obviously we all need to move forward and we need uh, great support, uh, from our community, friends, family, and the like. Uh, it seems as though, and I'm not getting, trying to get political, but it seems as though when there is, um, when a person is, is killed and it's politically beneficial to talk about it constantly, then that happens. But what happens when it's a small child? What happens when it's a, you know, who's playing in their front yard? Um, how, you know, why don't they get the attention? I certainly think they do. My guest today is Sylvia Bennett Stone. And Sylvia is, um, has found the organization Voices of Black Mothers United. And she's here to tell us about her organization and um, what it can do for those of you that may need it, and what her mission is. Sylvia, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Jerry. Um, and I am the director of Voices of Black Mothers United, which is a program of the Woodson Center out of Washington, D.C. Voices of Black Mothers United are collectively mothers all over. Um, currently, we're in 23 states who's lost children to community violence, whose children has been caught in the crossfire of idiots shooting at each other within a street or a neighborhood. And we come together um, as one voice to say enough is enough. And in addition, we provide solutions to those communities so we can try to counteract and decrease the number of children that are dying on our streets. Yeah, yeah. like I said, it, it is such a tragedy, um, especially when it's in the case of, as you said, you know, maybe a drive-by shooting or some just absolute stupidity um, that that has to make it even harder. So what, what caused you to be... Uh, involved in this and in, in the first place? Jerry, um, my background has always been with community organizing. However, in 2004, my daughter and her girlfriend were shot and killed. Um, the bullet went through my daughter, Crystal, into the heart of her girlfriend, Taryn, and both girls died from one bullets. And um, to save my life, I had to turn this pain into purpose. And that's what all of us do. In order to survive something like this, you have to find some silver lining. We can't bring our children back, but certainly we can do something to help save the life of someone else's. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's unimaginable. I I so sorry for you and having to to deal with that. No parent should ever have to have to face that. Um, and yet, you are taking something. You took something that as a, is unimaginable pain 
and evil that happened to you and you're you're looking out for other people right and that and that's i i have to commend you on that because it would so be so easy to be angry and you know in a sense to lash out and instead you're saying i'm going to try to ensure that this doesn't happen again <laughs> or happens way 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 less and help people who are victims of this help them through it so um how, so how quickly is i have to imagine you know, you've got a lot of people on board. I mean, I'm looking at, at the website here and there are a lot of uh, wonderful women who are um, who are part of your organization. Tell me about some of these women and and if they have s- similar stories, I presume. They do, unfortunately, um, losing a child. Um, like you said, is is unimaginable. We have one mother who lost two children. And she thought she wasn't going to be able to live until we stepped in and we provided healing, help, love, guidance, all of the above. And that from there, it turned out that she formed her own organization who is now doing work on the ground in the community even though she lost her two sons in two different states. So she's turned that pain into purpose. And that's what we do. All of our mothers have their own organization that is doing the work within the communities, working with the community members as well as law enforcement in order to bring some solutions. We understand Uh, Voices of Black Mothers United understand that we cannot do this without law enforcement. So we look at ways to bring them together and connect them with the community. Yeah, that's that is that's really great. Um, What what are the types of things that you're so if you look at your mission and I want to read the mission and and by the way, um, and I'll put the your put the website up here on a in this in a second for those that are watching but it's uh, voicesofblackmothers.com. You can go to that, voicesofblackmothers.com. And in the very top, it says what we stand for. And it says, our mission is to assist individuals and organizations in the areas of family advocacy, community intervention, and promoting positive policing. Voices of Black Mothers United will build and sustain strong relationships by uniting Black mothers, fathers, and youth as well as business and faith leaders and law enforcement to work together to end violence in our communities. So it's a extremely noble, noble, you're, you're, again, you could have, and these moms could have lashed out and gotten angry. And instead you want everybody to come together. So what are some of the um, solutions to the violence that all of us face out there? Well, Jerry, let's take for an example, one of the things that we do within the community. Um, our youth have been told that the police are their enemies. So to change that tone and change that feeling that they should be afraid of the police, we bring in what we call Waffle Wednesdays. Waffle Wednesdays during the summer months, they will 
make waffles and have communication and talk with police officers within their neighborhood. And that by them cooking together and eating together, they form a bond. They understand that the police, they, they don't have a reason to be afraid of the police. As well as the police getting to know them. Because at the end of the day, every police officer wants to go home to their family as well. Yeah, no, that that's really fantastic. It's what you're doing is saying, "Hey, let's bring bring the the parties together and say, "Hey, look, you know, there, we got to get rid of the hate. We got to get rid of the fear because hate and mm-hmm. fear uh, lead to violence. I think ultimately, and you know, create lots of problems. So, yeah, it I mean, is. that that's really good. So, for a a mother uh, or anyone who loses a child to violence. And let's say that there's someone listening now who has lost a child or knows someone who's lost a child and they're in utter despair. Uh, what, what do you say to them and what can they find from your organization? Well, the unique part of what we do, Jerry, is that we understand. We understand. You, when you lose a child or a loved one, You have so many people around you who say, I'm sorry for your loss, all the typical things that that's normally said, and nothing can make you feel any better. Nothing that they say. However, our unique approach is that we're coming from a place of where we understand. We've been there. You can look at me now and 19 years ago when I lost Crystal, I was just devastated as you are today. But I managed to get through it. I'm here with you to help you get through it. Um, We just recently had a therapist. One mother was going to her therapist to deal with her grief. The therapist realized that she was only able to go so far to help this mother. And she referred the mother to us because we're able to identify with her. We know exactly what you're going through and all the grief. We know all the grief points. And yes, anger is one of them, Jerry. Anger, you go through that anger. I wasn't always this calm and and mild about my demeanor. No, I was not, you know, and that's just being truthful. Um, I was angry, but I had to learn to navigate through that because I know that that's not the person God called mm-hmm. me to be. Yeah, that's amazing. It, it is really amazing um, because you don't, you don't get to where, the position, like you, you said that where you're in, where you're more calm, um, with, without support, without, uh, you know, sort of going through the stages of grief. One of which I presume is, is extreme anger. I don't know if I would ever get out of that one. If it were me, um, it would be tough, but, uh, uh, so a couple, a couple other questions. And one is the importance of faith. How do you, as an mm-hmm. organization, utilize or use faith to help people deal with their, um, their pain? Well, 
for one, I just hope that a person see the Christ in me. Okay. I can't, we deal with so many different people and I don't want one mother to feel like she can't come to us because she's not a believer, for an example. So I don't press that upon them, but I let them know my walk. And my walk was, I couldn't have done it without God. I couldn't have done it without his strength because this is not something, um, this is not a walk that is a usual walk. This is a very unusual place to be in. Um, and the grief is is not a usual grief. It's not lo like losing a parent or an aunt, uncle, a friend. You're losing a part of you that's been taken away by evil, by someone who's chose to use evil to resolve their conflict. And you have to look for the light. Because if you don't, you will stay in darkness. And Jerry, 26% of parents die within the first 10 years of losing a child to violence. 26%. And a lot of that is due to them staying in that place of anger. They die of a broken heart. And that is literally a medical condition or termination or determination, dying of a broken heart. The mom of Taryn Greer, she died of a broken heart. And I had to be intentional, very intentional about finding a way to live. And that's what we help our other moms to do. Yeah. That, well, that's hard to, it's hard to hear. That's hard to hear, but, um, yeah. So I want to ask you about, um, and this is not meant to be controversial. I'm, I'm general, genuinely interested in discussing this. So obviously your organization is called Voices of Black Mothers United. It's not Voices of White or Voices of Mothers. It's Voices of Black. And if you look at your leaders on your website, uh, they're all uh, Black women. Um, explain to me the the reason it's black mothers and not again, white mothers or just mothers. And I'm not saying that in a critical way. I, I, I get it. Um, I understand, but I want to hear you expand upon that. Black children are the leading numbers in dying of homicide within the United States. We are the least ones to have a national platform of voice. So if we come together as one voice, then perhaps we can be heard. But we are the leading numbers that are dying and we are killing each other. So in, in saying that, Jerry, we have to be the solution to the problem. We have to be. However, we don't discount any other mother. We have a mother's encounter that we call, a, that we have a consortium that we call the mother's encounter. So we get together also with any mother 
and other mothers who's lost their children to opioid addiction, to suicide because of bullying, we all share that same pain. So we do come together as a consortium with other mothers from Silicon Valley in the Appalachians. And we come together for solutions to help one another. Yeah, it's amazing to me uh, that what, what you what you do. And so anyone listening, you know, regardless of your circumstance, if you're a mother who is dealing with the loss of a child, I mean, I, I mean, I know people who've, who've, you know, children, teenagers committed suicide and it was just literally out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Parents had no concept uh, that it was potentially going to happen and uh, they're devastated. And, uh, you know, where do you get that help? And one of the places you do get that help is Voices of Black Mothers United. Uh, your, your point is so well taken about, um, you know, children, black children being the victims of homicide. Um, it, it's such a high rate. It is, mm-hmm. to me, it is so avoidable. It is so avoidable. These communities that are being destroyed with, again, I I don't want to get political and I'm not going to, but these are communities that are utterly being destroyed because of lack of proper law enforcement um, and proper, you know, enforcement of, you know, keeping criminals in prison. You know, let's just, let's just go there Mm -hmm. again. I'm, I, you know, and people are dying unnecessarily. um, And unfortunately it's the black community that seems to get the brunt of it. And no one cares. I, and, and that's what angers me more than anything, you know, in, it doesn't seem like you care, you know, of course, and plenty of people do care, but not enough people care about the lives, the children's lives lost in Chicago or DC or Los Angeles. No one cares. No one knows their names and, and no one knows their parents' names and, and, you know, they're suffering. And that's exactly why you're, Organi- what your organization is doing is what, what I love is twofold. You're one, let's try to end the violence. Number two, if you are a victim of it, we're here to help you. So, yes. yeah, I, I mean, God bless all of you, uh, you specifically, Sylvia, for coming on and talking about this. This is so important. It really is. Uh, for those that are watching on video, um, you, you, I'm scrolling the website across the bottom of the screen. If you're just listening, again, it's voicesofblackmothers.com. Please go check them out. If you don't have a specific need, you can certainly support financially or in any way that you are able or capable of supporting them. Please do. Voicesofblackmothers.com. Um, any any events or any anything you want to add to that, Sylvia, as far as what people can do or, or how they can get involved? Oh, absolutely. Um, again, we are a project of the Woodson Center out of Washington, D.C., um, and we have events throughout the summer because the summer months the kids are out of school, um, which is highly volatile right now because they don't have anything to do, don't have any supervision. So we have a lot of projects going on throughout the summer, um, trying to occupy their time, 
trying to get them involved with law enforcement. We're teaming up with Crime Stoppers for National Night Out on August 1st, all over. So uh, we're doing the pledge against gun violence in the schools come the upcoming school year. So there's a lot of activities that we have going on in all of our states. And um, again, we can use all the support we can get to make a difference. We believe that the solution with, lies within the community. So we are trying to empower our community members and our law enforcement to do community policing and the community to help them do so in order to keep everyone safe. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much, uh, Sylvia Bennett-Stone, uh, Director of Voices of Black Mothers. Uh, please check them out. And Sylvia, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, my pleasure. Me. And thank all of you for listening to this episode of Fides Podcast. Please check out all my podcasts and all the different podcast apps on YouTube, on Rumble, on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Right America Media and on whkradio.com as well. So thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time. I know what I'm saying When the world's so calm and right So save your breath So what's wrong my tongue?